Today on the International Gospel Hour, let's talk about types and shadows as we go to the Old Testament and see something that has us looking ahead and thinking of Christ. It's an awesome approach to Bible study. So stay tuned, and that's today from the International Gospel Hour. On Jordan's stormy banks I stand and the castle wishful Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you to our J-Web and greetings everyone. Today we want to look at a unique study called Types and Shadows. Now let's bring forth the definition. Now, a type is to look at something that's happening in a future way or a shadow of something to come. Now, you may recall the teaching of Adam and Christ in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 45, paralleled in Romans 5, 12 through 17. Adam was a type of Christ, and you would see a shadow of something to come. Well, today we want to allow our study to be a type and a shadow with the Ark of Noah and the Church of Christ. It is astounding to see the Ark as the type and shadow wherein we see the Church. Now, before we begin, we are blessed to have this study in chart form, and it is available on our International Gospel Hour Facebook page, as well as our Instagram page and on Twitter. Now, here is more information on how you can join us on social media, not only to see this chart and download it if you'd like, but also a little bit more about our work at International Gospel Hour. Here's our Jay Webb with the social media information. Why not follow the International Gospel Hour on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply type International Gospel Hour into the search engine, and you can like and follow our pages to keep up with the latest news and efforts of our labors, of which you are a part as a listener and a supporter. We would love to have you as a follower on social media. And now, back to Jeff. Dear friends, let's consider two texts first before we begin about the ark and the church. Our first text concerns Noah's ark, from Genesis 6:13 through 22. And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood, make rooms in the ark, and cover it inside and outside with pitch, and this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark, and you shall finish it to a cubit from above, and set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. And behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh, which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die. But... I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you, 
they shall be male and female, of the birds after their kind, of you to keep them alive. And you shall take for yourself of all food that is eaten, and you shall gather it to yourself, and it shall be food for you and for them. Thus Noah did, according to all that God commanded him, so he did. Now, Matthew 16, verses 16 through 18. Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Okay, dear friends, let's go with the type and the shadows. When we think about the ark, we're reminded in Romans 15 and verse 4 how things written aforetime were written for our learning, that through patience and comfort of the Scriptures we might have hope. So we go back to that thing written aforetime. Now let's do some type and shadows. For example, with the ark you had one builder, that's Noah, God's faithful servant. With the church you have one builder, Jesus Christ, God's beloved Son. With the ark, you have one material, that is gopher wood. Well, with the church, you have one material, living stones. 1 Peter 2, verse 5, individuals will comprise of the church. You have one light with the ark, you had the window. And one light is the Bible for the church. Psalm 119, 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Now, folks, do you see how we're doing this? We're learning something about Noah and his ark, and then we look at the church that belongs to Christ. How about one entrance in the ark? There was the door, only one entrance. Well, dear friends, there's only one entrance, and that is Jesus Christ, who is called the door, John 10, verse 9. There's one family in the ark, and they belong to Noah, eight Noahs, if you will. Well, the one family is the church, and Jesus spoke of that unity that should be within John 17 and verse 20, and how the whole family of earth is named, Ephesians 3, verses 8 through 11. There is one name for the ark. Each of the eight belong to Noah. One name. Well, there's only one name for the church, and that is Christ. Dear friends, it's His church. Acts 4 and verse 12, salvation in no other name. The only name one should be called is Christian, Acts 11, verse 26. There's one building. The ark was only one building, the only one that would save. There would be no additional lifeboats to be carried. There is one building, the church, that would serve, not any type of societies or extension, Ephesians 3 and verse 8. Dear friends, we note that the saved were to be in the ark. All food would be therein to preserve and to help. All the saved are to be in the ark. Dear friends, all the saved will be in Christ or in His church. In Christ, in His church, where we find all spiritual blessings, Ephesians 1.3. To be in Christ, to be in His body, Ephesians 5 and verse 23. To be saved in Christ. Now, in the ark, there would be destruction to everyone outside the ark. 
There will be destruction to everyone who is outside of Jesus Christ. 2 Thessalonians 1, 7-9 warns us how that Christ would return and in vengeance, or he would take vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, it's important for us to be within the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. The ark, there was only one hope for there to be life in a new world. For the church, there is only one hope of life eternal, the one body of Christ, which is the church, Ephesians 4 and verse 4, and Ephesians 1 and verse 23. Now, dear friends, we're going to kind of summarize this a little bit, but as you can see, we take that type of the ark, we see what's put forth, and we see a shadow of those things to come, and the church. One had to be in the ark to be saved, One has to be within the church to be saved. Let's think more on this in a moment, but first, we have a very special study from the Old Testament. As we've been working from Genesis 6, here's our J-Web to tell you about our special study from the book of Psalms, absolutely free. The Apostle Paul spoke of things from the Old Testament as things written for our admonition, according to 1 Corinthians 10.11, and in Romans 15.4 as written for our learning. We have two wonderful studies from within the book of Psalms, a study that will admonish us and help us grow in our learning. These two studies are sent with one mailing, and it's yours absolutely free. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Psalm Study. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988, and please leave your name, address, and just say, Psalm Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Psalm Study in the message box. It's yours for the asking. Now, let's go back to Jeff. So, dear friends, as we look at the ark as a type of the church, it's interesting to look and to consider the things of the ark. The one builder, well, the one builder, Christ, for the church. The one material, the gopher wood. The one material, the living stones. All of this we put together. What a wonderful study. But let's consider what Peter also said about the ark. In First Peter chapter 3 and verse 20, He said, which sometimes were disobedient when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water. The like figure, whereunto even baptism, does also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. It's interesting how Peter will take the study of the ark and yet to see where eight souls were saved by water and how even now baptism doth also now save us. It places us within the church wherein we see there is but one church from the scripture the one church of which we are to be a part. 
So as there was only one ark in the days of Noah, there is only one church designed today, and that is the church that Jesus Christ purchased with His own blood, Acts 20 and verse 28, and the church that He promised to build, Matthew 16, 16-18. Dear friends, let's continue our studies together another time. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.